Hey yo, what it do with your boy Rue and I got a message for you. We here at Sofrito Speaks want to work for you. Yes, you heard me. I need another job. If you own a business, are an entrepreneur, or just simply want to get a message across, hit us up. We currently have an amazing promo package going on where you, yes you, can buy ad space in the next episode. What? How? How much? Our prices range from $20 to $50. We create the ad for you, and you enjoy the benefits. Our main goal is to help out small businesses in our area. If this is something you're interested in, slide in our DMs or email us at sofritospeaks at gmail.com and let us know you want us to work for you. It's your girl Nina Montañez. Hey yo, what it do? It's your boy Rue, and I'm back here for you. <laughs> Welcome back for your second serving. You can catch this every Thursday, bringing you your favorite Caldero Talk. Caldero Talk is the part of the show where we introduce you to any guest if we have, bring up our deep topic, and everyone chimes in to dissect and discuss, followed by Reposal. Reposar is how we will close the episode, leaving you with all the positive affirmations, shoutouts, and any announcements that need to be made. With that being said, let's head into our first section. Caldero Talk. Yeah, boy. Yeah, that's what it is right there. That's that stuff. This week, we have a very cute topic. You're probably wondering what the hell is ghetto love and, and heartbreak. heartbreak. It's exactly what the fuck it says. It's ghetto love and what? Say it with me, mi gente. Heartbreak. heartbreak. There was no reason for us to be on with that one. None at all. Not even rehearsed. Well, when we were coming up with topics, we were like, we want to go the opposite way for Valentine's because you know we don't give a fuck (laughs) Um, also that's one of my favorite songs from 3LW (laughs) room is silent (laughs) oh fuck you guys Um, so we're gonna talk today a little bit about you know relationships we're gonna go into Nina's DMs because they be getting wild and I'm pretty sure a lot of females can relate um And I'm just going to be here, you know, to kind of just guide the conversation because, you know, I'm so single. I don't even get play. (laughs) I'm so single, it hurts. I'm so single, I'm sad about it. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm going through. Hey. (laughs) There's no fucking Um, reason. So... Let's start this off with the ghetto, okay? The ghetto love. So explain your first... Like, or your only first or only ghetto relationship or situationship that you've ever been in. Define ghetto, though. Ghetto could mean different, a lot of different things. I would say ghetto being beneath your standards. Like, you were just like... But what if you were, like, young? You didn't know your standards. And now, looking back, you could be like, whoo, chill, the ghetto. That's still, that's, that's, that's still part of it. It's valid, it's valid? Yeah. But, okay, so... Damn, if I could think back to just something, oh, that was just so. Oh my god! You want to actually? You want to know what the fuck was ghetto? Now that I think about it, this was like actually ghetto. So, <laughs> this I was like in a situationship with this man's who I thought was like walked on water. That's what my ass gets. Um, and it was very interesting this dynamic because he was my kind of superior, but like not. Um, the best way for me to describe this is like maybe a shift manager and like a barista. Like it's okay. not like a huge Okay, jump. this Starbucks lingo. Because of your ass. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. So um th- and, like you think like in your mind, like that's like not that serious, but like in this It really no, it really, it really is, is not that serious. You said is that serious? It is. Is it? Because because of ghetto shit. When people are in ghetto situationships, they bring that shit into the workplace. Okay, but th- I'm just thinking about like the hierarchy. Like, what was the best way to describe oh, okay, the okay. hierarchy? Like, it's not that they were like a step above me. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't even that deep. Yeah. We were doing the same job. Just um, this individual had the had a specific title than a different title than me. Whatever. Come to find out, I didn't know that the ghetto part of this story 
was that he was dating somebody else in a different department. He dated Ooh, someone girl, else in a different department. He too I you? didn't know about this. He too no, no, no. You? They were they were broken up. They weren't together anymore. Oh. He pursued me. So I'm like, damn, this boy is fine. He a little he a little poet out this bitch. Ooh. He all sensitive. I'm like, okay, come through, come through. All sensitive. Um, they be the so, ones. They be the ones. Uh, they got I me. Know, he got me. I've been he got there. me. He did. He got me. He got me. Um so in the ghetto part of the whole situation was when word had got out that he thought I was attractive and the ex shorty was mad that he thought I was attractive and she wanted to try and confront me about it. And I was like, what I do in my spare time literally has nothing, nothing to do with you. To do with and you. this, my thing about the whole situation was that <coughs> you and I weren't friends. I didn't know you guys were a thing and you are, she was trying to make it seem like I broke a girl code. We're not fucking friends, shorty. We're not friends. If if we were friends, we were tight, and you confided in me about this individual, and we were sitting there drinking wine, talking about he ain't shit. Okay, then I broke girl code. That was never the case, baby. We never fucking spoke. We didn't. If we crossed paths, it was professionally, and it wasn't for more than any of five minutes. I didn't, that was the ghetto part, and then it got more ghetto. I'm gonna say ghetto were because <laughs> because she. Like, tried to get me fired from my job because of it, and then it that didn't work out, and played the, oh, he already snitched on you to our executive, so you might as well come clean. So I'm like, oh, shit, I came clean, and when I met up with this individual who was out of the country doing missionary work, doing other shit in a whole other country, he was that gone. <laughs> he came back and was trying to figure out why I was acting funny because I thought that he dogged me out to the higher ups and we were both equally played a part in this situation. And it was his ex who played us like puppets and planted the seed. So I snitched on my motherfucking self at work. And when this man Ooh, came back and he and I sat and had a conversation. <laughs> When me and this individual sat and had a conversation, he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I never sent an email. From what email did they get this from? I didn't even know that this happened. Because again, he was in a whole other country. And like, we both, like everybody involved in the situation was just like, what the fuck? To which this female ends up leaving the job and going to a different state to work and left a whole ass mess. So that was the most ghetto shit That's I've officially ever ghetto. experienced. Ghetto. Yo. Well, what about me? I got ghosted one time in middle oh, I love in the middle of getting like we. <laughs> All right, Wendy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was talking to this guy who I also thought walked on water. And this was around the time to be it's fair. It's when you put these motherfuckers on pedestals yo, that you get your heart broken. And you know what? This was when I this was when I moved to New York and I was living in New York. My and theme song for that individual was Anthony Hamilton's "The Point of It All." I love you. Ooh, okay. I didn't though, but okay. that's how it comes to mind when I think about that specific situation. Um, this happens when I moved to New York. My father had just passed away a month prior, right? Mm. And I was on POF, and you know I came across this guy. And he was so cute. I mean, he's still cute, but he's a, he ain't shit nigga. He ain't, he's an ain't shit nigga, you know. Like, so we were talking. You know, we went on a couple dates. It was the most romantic things that we were doing. Like, we were dating. We were, you know, sleeping Courtship, over each other's houses. We no, we didn't have um, we didn't have no intercourse, no nothing. Have relations? No. Ooh, I was being a good so girl. The feelings was there. They were there. For, oh. So I'm like thinking, you know, I'm like, yo, this is getting kind of like serious, you know, because me, when I'm getting to know you, like, if I have sex with you, then we're just, that's where we're leaving that. Like, I'm like, okay, well, I'm getting on. Gotta bless. Oh. Facts. Um, so I had to leave, you know, I everything was going great for about a month. 30 days, my guy? 31 days, depending on the month? It, it was November. Out of nowhere, this individual disappeared off the face of the earth. Mind you, I've already been to his house. I've already met his family. I've already, like, we've, he's already met all my roommates, my friends, and everything, like, we had gone through all of this oh in that whole God. month. We had gone on plenty of dates. He picked me up from work numerous times, so everyone at work knew him. Like, it was like we were building something. Disappears. Falls off the face of the fucking earth. What do you say? My phone broke. Never. I didn't hear from this individual till a year later. 
I was so heartbroken. I was like, yo, New York niggas ain't shit. Mm. Y'all are fuckboys out there. And that was when I learned that that was the most ghetto situation I've ever been in. When I finally got in contact with him, you know what his excuse was? What? His excuse was that he saw that things were getting serious and he wasn't ready to go down that road. My man, you couldn't have a conversation? You could have said that. And it, don't get it twisted. It's not like I was showing up doing all this shit for you. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, trying to creep him out. He was the one that was going the extra mile, like showing up to my job, picking me up, bringing me home, bringing, you know, talking to my roommates, make, making sure that I'm going to be good. That I ha- Like, PSA, motherfuckers. Don't, I say this all the time, don't paint fantasies. Yeah. Nobody is asking for you to paint a fantasy. So it's like, in that situation, I'm hearing you. And it's like, you did all these things. He didn't have to pick you up from work. That's what I... He didn't that, have okay. to introduce you to his family. He did all of that and was like, oh, it's getting serious. Motherfucker, nobody asked you to do all those And we're, me and him, things. we still... We still and com- basic things. That we still converse. We're friends now on, in, on social media. We weren't friends for a, a long time. No, we would talk every now and then. And like every year while I lived in New York, I would run into him and we would go through this period of like two weeks of just constant texting. And then when I had lived in California, me and him were like... The whole time I was living in California, we were on the phone every single night. Mm-hmm. Then when I moved back, and I didn't move back for him. I didn't. Because if I would have moved back for him, I would have moved straight to New York. I didn't. I moved back to Massachusetts because of my own personal issues. Mm-hmm. But when I moved back, you know, I, like, I hit him up and I was like, yo, so I ended up moving back. Like, I told you things were getting rough. Ghosted. Like, I just don't understand people. That was the ghettoest, like, situationship I have probably ever been in since my relationship that I have ever been in. <laughs> so, like, yo, that was some shit. Like, um, so now with all that being said, explain, a l- talk to us a little bit about like the fuckery that happens in those DMs. Oh, because we covered the ghetto, you know what I'm saying? But the ghetto doesn't just stop at dating and situationships. The ghetto occurs in the DMs like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. This this same individual that I just told you about literally emailed me a whole story one time about how he used to be in a really he has trust issues because he used to be in a relationship where his boyfriend would lock him in a room. And I didn't put it past them. But don't get me twisted. When I would talk to him, I'm like, I, you don't seem like someone who went through that, though. Right. Like there's there's signs that you see in people like that. And come to find out, I spoke to a friend of his. It was all a lie. You're he, fucking lying. He goes around and tells people that because he wants people to feel bad for him. What? This individual that you, like, were building with. Right. What? Right. What about Why you? Are guys what's like what's this? going on in your DMs? Why what? are guys <laughs> like this? I don't get it. What do you gain from being fucking crazy? I don't know. I, I just, I, my only question is who raised you? Who raised you and who hurt you? Because there's niggas out here who want to be a good, like, I'm a great boyfriend, but I just don't tolerate the BS. <laughs> I really don't. Like, I'm calling you on your bullshit. I'm very quick to just move on and be like, you know what? And I actually had to practice this last summer. I was just very quick to be like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. We're not doing this. Me and <laughs> We're not. In terms of, like, things that happens, like, in my DMs, um, so the latest one that had... The most amount of that got the most amount of attention in my DMs. People were like, "You're fucking lying, Nina." People do not actually speak to you like this, and I'm like, "Oh, they do. Oh, they do. Motherfuckers be bold as shit. These motherfuckers is really out here." So, the first one was this week. Um, this individual was talking to me about. You honestly, I couldn't fucking tell you what we was talking about. But it got to this point, and this was what I had posted on Instagram. He was talking about, oh, um, he was talking about God. And I was like, I'm going to stop you right there, playboy, because you're not about to, you know, um, I don't want no blasphemy of, of the Lord. I'm good. Whatever. That's fine. If you have your beliefs, I have mine. We're not doing that. So he goes on to say that we're all sinners, X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, okay, no one said that we're perfect. But, I mean, you don't have to be a dick about it. He was like... He's like, if I go to hell, just give me a demon bitch with a fat ass and some good pussy. And I'm like, hold on. What? I I have so many questions. So I'm like, I said, well, I hope 
I said, well, good luck finding her. And now I'm reading directly from my DMs. And he was like, I can't comment on the pussy because I've never had it, yet she's supposed to be my BM. And I'm like, I don't know who she is. To which his response is, just know if I ever get that pussy, I'm nothing all up in it because I know it's bomb. But because you give me such a hard time, so you will be my baby moms. Ah! And it was in that moment, me hinted, that I realized he was talking about me. This is cringeworthy. This is cringeworthy. So my response This episode was... is going left so quick. So quick. This guy so is a douchebag. my response bag. to him was, bro, literally everything you've said is not a compliment. I don't know what kind of women you fucking with, but I really don't give a damn to be spoken to like this. Go home and go to sleep. To which, I, that's what I posted, whatever. To which he proceeded to have a conversation with himself in my fucking DMs. Talking about, oh my God, you need to learn how to take a joke. What the fuck, you're so boring. The setting the third. My thing is, why do... Okay, first of I should all, I said that was the ghetto. Why <laughs> that is that that really was the ghetto because the fact that he said he wanted a demon bitch with a fat ass and a fat pussy. You sat there and typed the sentence out, and you hit send, and then you're mad because she's not understanding the joke. That's funny, right? Your imagination goes that far, right? And you're mad. Mm-hmm. Fragile masculinity. Mm-hmm. Let me just, let me just, let me just, there's so many things wrong with that DM right there. Bro, who the fuck are you telling? Like, I just pictured really a demon bitch with a fat ass. <laughs> a fat pussy. <laughs> like, no, the visual just went in my head. Good pussy, not a fat pussy, a good pussy. And I was just like, why, why does she just, I, I don't, I can hear the lip smacking. Uh... Bro, it was bad. It was bad. It was bad. It was bad. Um... To which I also had someone else. I'm so mad I deleted my Tinder because I had the craziest amount of shit being said to me in my Tinder. But I know I screenshotted it somewhere. Um, I actually have one where someone messaged me on Instagram and was like, beautiful baby, baby. By the way, you're very gorgeous. Um, Sends me a video. I was afraid to open this video, so I didn't open the video because had it been a dick pic, I was going to the police. Like, fuck that. I was so over it at this point. And he said, I love anything. I love mainly. Mind you, you would think that I asked these questions. I did not ask any of these questions. This individual was in my request messages. He had to request me because we weren't even friends on Instagram. So he sent me a message and it's not even coming directly to my inbox. So I see like so-and-so wants to send you a message. I'm like, what the fuck? Who is this? So then he proceeds to say, I love anything. I love mainly being home as a loner. I'm a lame person, but love loneliness mainly. Therapeutically easy, mental, mentally feels better and good. Just between us only, love. I love being controlled. Love when women, love when she tells me what to do. Bro, what? What? I'm so confused. Not only that, okay, there's so many, I'm just like dissecting all of this shit right now, okay? This man is telling you that he enjoys to being lonely. Yep. But he's trying to get with you. Mm-hmm. He enjoys being told what to do. But he enjoys being lonely. Yep. So long as he's being told what to do. Which road are we driving on? I'm confused. Yo. Is this really how men... Men. 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 Is this really what the fuck y'all doing? I Yo, I honestly... This is it? Really wish I could, like... there The amount... I also had a guy that hit me up and was like... Let me see your feet. No. I get that often. He, what? No, I, I had, actually a, I had got... a guy hit me up on Tinder and he was like, this is <sighs> every time I've ever matched with a white boy, they have said the craziest shit. I think I said it in the first episode. You've got one of the first episodes we talked about dating. You've got mail. I had um, the first time I matched with a white boy. He was like, it was on Thanksgiving and he was like, um, I'd love to stuff your turkey. And I'm like, wait, nope. bro, wait, and we're, what? And we're, that's that's a whole case waiting to happen. <laughs> so then this, uh, I think it was maybe a little something about white boys and Thanksgiving. Um, maybe a little after Thanksgiving, a couple days after Thanksgiving, this guy hit me up and I on my in my Tinder profile, one of my pictures is me at the gym deadlifting and he messaged me and he was like do you like um squatting he's like and if you he's like if you do i would love to stand behind you (laughs) ruben's cringing right now he's like i would just love to i have he's like i would love to smear nutella all over your ass every time you squat i can lick it off of you what mi gente if you have me on Instagram, you I know. will never eat Nutella and not think about you squatting. 
<laughs> if you have me on Instagram, you know that I'm a very conservative person. I don't show my ass. I don't show tits. I don't do any of that. I'm always covered the fuck up. I'm 90% of the time, I'm in a sweater. As of late, turtlenecks. So it's like, what? Are you seeing when you looking at me to be talking about licking Nutella from my asshole? I have so many questions. <laughs> I have I, I have gotten some weird requests in my DMs. I actually not of like this past summer I had posted uh, myself swinging on the hammock in my front yard. I remember that. It wasn't Buddy like right next to you. I had posted my feet, you know, just swaying in the air. I actually got a DM from someone that I personally know. And they were like, "Mm, your toes look so scrumptious. And I was like, baby boy, what are we doing? (laughs) What are we doing? And he then, you know, revealed to me that he has a foot fetish. And I was like, oh. So a few days later, because I just wasn't thinking about it, I had posted myself walking on the sand of the beach and the same comments came into my DMs like, oh, my God, your feet look so beautiful. I, I, there are just things that I don't understand. Feet you. fetish is one of those things that I do not understand. I will never understand that. I don't find that sexy. I don't feel like sucking on my toes is cute. I right. think that's very weird. Right. Don't do that. I have on Grinder. I have people who hit me up. And, you know, similar to you, your Nutella story, they want you to pass feces on their chest. Oh! Yes. I have been asked to show up to places without showering, if possible, for a day or two. Oh, you smell that? Ooh. That's very real. I That's mean, what people out here are doing. People are fucking weird, brah. Why are we so weird? Why? Why are people so? Vertical? Why can't you just have regular sex? Why can't we just just have just the regular old regular? You you really hit, you really slid into my inbox. Do I look? I mean, I know I look scruffy, but I don't look dirty. Like you really thought that I was gonna be like, yeah, I'm so down for that. I'm not gonna shower for three days and I'm gonna show up to your house. Yeah, that's so Smell hot. Like sweaty ball sacks. That's so fucking hot. Ew! Shut <laughs> up, Ruben. Fuck. So. Now that we got through the DMs, we got through the ghettoness, let's talk about a little bit of heartbreak, girl. A heartbreak, heartbreak on a full moon. I just feel like as I'm thinking about like heartbreak scenarios, I also, they can turn into ghetto ones like really fast. They can go left. They can go left really fast. I think about it. For me, um, I dated this one guy for on and off for a grip. And I thought it was going to be something. And then it ended up not. And let me go. Let me dial it back to the ghetto. Uh, My college days, I had a dude um, that keep in mind, today's Nina wouldn't tolerate that bullshit. Insecure Nina tolerated bullshit five years ago. Um, So... I did this one guy who, like, refused to commit to me. I didn't ask, like, blatantly, but, like, I dropped, like, little subtle hints or whatever, and he, like, refused to do that. So one night, he lived off campus, and I lived on campus, and he was going out with one of my homeboys. They were going to go out to a party, which is whatever. I was writing a paper that night. I didn't want to go out. So he and um, the guy I was dating and my friend came up to my room to ask me if I had, like, face, face, um towels like the little towels because they were gonna go out and they plan on dancing whatever so they go wipe the sweat and i was like yeah yeah, yeah, it's on top of my closet i can literally see this in my mind as i'm saying it and they whatever i love details you guys so they went they left and i probably went to bed around like 1 a.m and i wake up to being shaken like get up and i'm like what the fuck so i rub the crust from my eyes i look up and it's the dude i'm dating and he's like he was like, yo, let me get your room key. And I'm like, for what? And he's like, let me get your room key so I can get back in the building. And I'm like, for what, though? And he's like, just let me get it. And I was like, well, aren't you with so-and-so? Like, just ask him for his. He was like, nah, he's about to go fuck a bitch. Like, um, he's doing something. He's busy. Let me get yours. And I'm like, fine, whatever. Fuck it. Just take it. My roommate was gone for the weekend. So he took it. He left. 
came back. Something in my spirit ain't sit right. That whole day, I was like, something's wrong. Something's up. Something's up. And we went out. So, he no, he got back. Okay, this is funny. Not really. He got back. Mind you, we're in twin-size beds in college. Got back. Wakes me up. Pulls me off of my bed. Dead ass. Took me off of my bed. Slept in my bed and said, sleep in your roommate's bed. I'm like, what the fuck? So, the next day, I find out. Because I looked through his phone. This was the first and the last time I ever looked through a motherfucker's phone. I found out that when he came into my room and took my key, he went across campus to go fuck another bitch, came back to my room, kicked me out of my own bed, and slept in my bed after having fucked some other girl. Mm. The ghetto. When I tell you I was hurt. Hurt? Mi gente. (laughs) Yo, I was like. I was fucked up. Like, I, I called one of my homegirls. I was crying. I was like, man, I've been nothing but a good person to this to this individual and all that fucking shit that he put me through. Like, I was, like, thoroughly hurt by this. A couple years, we graduate, whatever. A couple years later, he's in my, he's hitting me up. Say, I still have the same phone number. I know his number. I just don't have it saved anymore. Um, I see the number come across my screen. And I'm like, I'm not picking it up. And this is for a week. For a week, this man was hitting me up, hitting me up, hitting me up, hitting me up, hitting me up. And I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. So one day, I was sitting with my homies. I got gully. I was feeling nice because I was with all my friends. Like I said, my friends make me feel invincible. So I finally picked up. Then Leo put him on speaker. I'm like, okay. So I put him on speaker. And he was basically pleading and crying with the, oh, like, I love you. I miss you. And I'm like, what the fuck? Where was all this energy when I wanted you, my guy? I don't want you anymore. So then I was like, you know what? Maybe we can, maybe since we're like older, time has passed. You know, maybe we can work this out. Negative motherfuckers. He went right back into his old ways. And I was like, you can teach a dog new tricks. But no, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. That's the Mm. saying that I wanted. So all this, I love you and I want to do better by you. And que si lo otro. That's why I don't know. We're good. We're good. So, I mean, in that like that specific moment when, you know, he kicked me out of my bed and I found out that he was with another girl, um, what have you, like that is just a fucked up situation. I expect y'all to be in my DMs after you hear that story. Let's talk. <laughs> girl, that just sounds all the way left. I can I can definitely relate, um, sadly. Yo, that, I just don't I I don't get I, don't get I, I just don't get how people can cheat on a good thing. That's what really blows my mind. Because it's like, you... First of all, I don't understand cheating it at all. Like, Let I just... I don't get Let it. Like, I'm just I'm just so quick. I don't know. Maybe that's just because I deal with my emotions But the thing on. is, they try to justify it with... This is when we... And I confronted... Because I confronted him about him. I confronted him about it. And he was like, don't you think if I cared about you, I wouldn't have slept with somebody else? Mm-hmm. Mm. Heartbreak right there. When he said that to me, if I would have actually cared about you, I would not have done it. That was how he justified it. I will never fucking forget that. I was my... my... And that's the reason why we didn't work out years later because I could not get past how much he put me through. I couldn't do it. My my first and really only big relationship, I I probably am still healing from it because... I went through so much shit like that. Like, I just kept getting cheated on after cheated on. I kept being the talk of the town because they were just like, you know, how can you stay with someone who just cheats on you? Like, you don't have any morals. You don't have anything. And I'm just like, I didn't see it for such a long time. And this person would be so manipulative and make me believe that that I I was the one coming up with this in my head. Oh, and that crazy. it was mad. I went. No, same. I have caught this same. person using my cell phone, oh. my cell phone, to hit up other niggas. What's that song? You left a number on my phone. I have, I have caught. Um, you know what my favorite one was? Because was you when, left a number when we on were JoJo. That's what it was. We uh, had a little triangle going on. Mm-hmm. So the guy that he was talking to actually became really good friends with me. Oh. So every time that he would hit him up, he would send me the screenshots. 
And this is what be- was before screenshots was a thing. Like, we're on sidekicks, you I, can do screenshots. I actually have a friend who that happened to. Like, this, she got dogged out by some kid, and he went back to his ex, and every time he would hit her up, like, I miss you, this and third, she would literally screenshot and be like, yeah. sis, get your man. Yep. And so he would hit me up, and he, like, me and him became very cool. And, you know, before me and him becoming cool, they, he had already had relations with this person. Right. So then, whatever. Um, and I knew it was real because one day he asked me about a Christmas gift that he bought me. And I was like, yeah, how do you know that he bought me that? And he's like, oh, because I was the one that took him to go get it. And I was like, oh. Okay. Word. But I've always kind of tried to be a little bit more mature. Mm. Um, the heartbreak came at the end and the lessons are still being learned till this day for me because it was at such a traumatic point in my life like from 15 all the way till 21 so like those are years where you're still growing up you know and to throw on top of that like i was living with this person we were together like we were playing making plans for our future you know when we turn 21 the things that we're gonna do and it just was a whole mess. Like, but one day I just got my things and I dipped and I left and I, I never went back. And I looking back on it, like it's hard for me to have trusting relationships with guys because like, it's crazy that you can give someone literally your all and they can just I take it and like all. crumble it up and not give two fucks about your feelings. But still will cry in your face. Because, like, when, when I had left, he showed up to where I was living and was, like, begging me. Like, you know, only to find out a week later that he was already in another relationship. <laughs> These niggas ain't shit. Oh These niggas ain't shit. God. Like, how? How? You an ancient nigga. Oh, my God. You an ancient nigga. It's some shit. I can't. I literally, like, I'm at a loss for words. I think about, like... My dating experience, and it's very interesting. I also dated a guy who, um, he was, oh my God, he was so beautiful. I can't. This might have been the most attractive man I've ever dated. Like, mm, scrumptious flashbacks. Um, but there was one night where I, I had spent the night um, at his place, and um, no, we didn't do anything. Relax, mi gente. Mm-hmm. And... He I got rub up. That Vaseline on my lips. I can't hate you. <laughs> he um, I went to go like just take a shower because I was. He asked for me to sleep over. I was like, yeah, that's fine. Like we'll spend we'll spend some time together. But I have to be at work. I had just started my new job, and uh, he was like, he said it's fine. Just like pack your clothes. You can get ready here, and then you could just like leave in the morning. I'm like, okay, that's fine. We just like we watched movies and just like hung out, whatever. We went to go to bed, and I remember I was in the shower and I was like. I, I had put on my towel. I just finished. Get, I got out, finished getting dressed, and he walked by me, and there was a blonde hair stuck to his back, mm. and I saw it from the kitchen. Yo, mi gente, I don't have twenty twenty vision, but right mm. now in that moment, shit, I could see anything, and I'm looking. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? So I walked up to him, and I literally was, like, yo, stand right there real quick, and I pulled the hair off of his back, and I was like, ah, oh, do we need to discuss something? And he was like, don't start. And I was like, I was very level-headed. I, I'm not I'm not the one that's like, ah, ah, ah. No, we can legitimately have a conversation. Like, I am not about, if you get me out of my character, I have to go. Because nothing is said right. You can't convey the appropriate message when you're mm-hmm. that riled up. So I just, I literally mad innocently because he wasn't my man. And that's how I operate. I'm like, you're not my man, so I can't be checking you like that. For all I know, you are talking to other bitches. For all you know, I'm talking to other dudes. But I don't off- operate like that. Me personally, if I'm into you, I'm into you. I don't see anybody else but you. You know? So I pulled the hair off of his back and I was like, you want to discuss something? Yo, how quickly this man had an excuse. He was like, oh, um, my friends spent the night this weekend. He had like friends that came out from out of town or whatever, not even ba- barely out of town from the Boston area. We were in New Hampshire at the time. And he was like, that came from out of town and they spent the night. I let them sleep on my bed and I slept on the couch. And I was like, I find that very hard to believe given past conversations we had about how you don't allow anybody to sleep in your bed, but to each their own, my guy. And I left it at that. I left it at that. 
Um, come to find out that he did end up hooking up with a, hooking up with some other girl, and he like slipped out of his mouth. I don't even think he realized it slipped. I didn't say anything though. I was like, "That's what's up. I hope you had a good time." And I have not spoken to him since. Mm. Like I was like, "That's awesome. I hope I really hope it was worth it. Mm. I really hope the lie was worth it." Because had you told me, "Oh, we aren't exclusive. If that's what you want to be, then I'll cut off all my bitches." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that wasn't the conversation that you chose to lead with. So. You lied to me. That's fine. I'm just gonna go now. Yeah. So I don't like a pendeja again. I feel like also, like, when it comes to relationships, it, it really is how you react. You know, and I learned that after my first relationship, like I, I used to be that loud, like, what the fuck? Who the fuck is texting you? Da, 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 da. Right. But now I'm just so quick to just be like, on your phone a lot more. I'll just be so quick to just be like, OK, cool. And just know in my head, like, OK, I'm, I'm already planning this exit. Right. And right. when I exit here and I because I feel like everything bottles up and I. I am an emotional person, so I, I want to cry. Mm-hmm. But it's not because I'm crying because I'm like, oh, my God. No, you're mad. I'm really just like, I really want to fucking... It's illegal to kill. Oh, my, oh my God. <laughs> that, my, my, my skin right now is <laughs> like... But, Ruins He's Yo, that, that brought me to a place because, like, I've been there. I've been wanting to do se- severe damage to people before, but... I just have to remind myself, like, it's not even worth my time. And that calmness that, you know, us, you know, because I feel like this is a certain type of person mm-hmm. it takes to be calm in a well, situation. I talk, to, I talk to my boys about this a lot. And my boys literally say, like, yo, Nina, you do this thing where, like, you get really hot and you can see the, 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 the temperature climbing and climbing and climbing. And then at one point you go, you know what? I'm going to let is you your- It's okay. Um, um, so like, and, and my boy, yo, he literally was like, no, Nina, I would much rather you cuss me out because to see you go from like being that hot to then in a split second being like, no, it's okay. It's a snap. So calming it's down, a snap. He's like, that shit is far crazier yeah. than if you yeah. would just continue being mm-hmm. fucking nuts. And I'm like, I don't think about it that way. Cause there have been points where I've been ready. Like I'm ready. I'm, oh, I'm hot. I'm, I'm hitting my fists together. Like I'm like, yo, you made it. You know what? not even worth my time but you know what who helped me realize a lot about dating and everything and like not to i know we always talk about her but like listening to amanda seals really helped me understand a lot about how you know sometimes we think about our previous relationships and we think oh it was dumb it was dumb it was dumb but we don't sit and we don't analyze to ourselves like what did I wait? Do? What part did I play in this? One, I allowed this behavior to happen. Mm-hmm. Two, like, what part did I play in this? And three, why did I not handle it better? And it made me like analyze all those situations. And now, that's why I say I'm still dealing, healing from a lot of it now because, like, now. If I was to be in a relationship like this past summer, I was dating someone, you know, and it only lasted a week. Mm-hmm. I, I date very short because I have short. I have very little patience for for anything, mm-hmm. for anything. And I feel like if you're going to come into my life and we're going to date and we're going to do this thing, like I'm not dating to just date you no more. Like I'm not dating for that no more. I'm a grown ass man. I know what I want. I want someone that I can come home to every single day and live the rest of my life with. Mm-hmm. As cliche as that sounds, but I think that's the goal of dating. You know, you want to find that person. Right. And even though I was dating him, but I had to like tell myself like, yo, you're either going to sit here and let this now the third time that this person has disrespected you in a week mm. you're either going to let this pattern happen and then a year or two down the road you're going to feel miserable or you're just going to dead this shit right now and keep it fucking moving right. and I did exactly that don't get me wrong we still me and him still communicate and whatever the case may be in around New Year's like we you know we were in each other's inbox or whatever but we had to well, for me, I can't speak for him, but I know that I had to really remind myself, like, you know what, Ruben, you're good. Yo. You're good. And there are, like, many, I, so when I date, I date for, I date for a long time. I don't, like, Ruben says he dates short, I date long. I don't ever, we don't do the title thing, but <clears throat> when I'm dating someone, I've dated someone for six months. I've dated someone for four months. I've dated someone for seven months. Like, I, like I've dated people for extended periods of time. Um... But it never, it didn't get to that point well, where I it mean, was like, oh, this is my man. When One I, time that that happened, yeah. once we put a label to it, 
I would say I would say I don't date. I don't date fast. I mean, I wouldn't say I date short. I would say I date fast. That's what I want to say. Oh, okay. So, like, right away, if you give me some flags, I'm already going to be like... Some people will be like, oh, you know, we're just still getting to know each other. Let's see if me... No. I'm with a serious face that I have right now. Like, no. Right. You can go. Like, I'm 26, and I was in my first actual, like, put a label to it, was my boyfriend, I guess, um, for... I was 25. That was my first actual boyfriend. And it lasted six months. And I was like, this is literally not for me. Like, I cannot do this. Not that I can't do monogamy. Not that I can't do a relationship. But, like, he wasn't the person for me. And I'm glad that um, I'm so secure in who I am as a person that I didn't drag it out. That I wasn't like, oh, but I really want this. I really want a relationship. I really want this. Um, You know, like, I'm tired of being part of the singles club and... I'm okay. I'm because yeah. I we would have just, just, we just wasted. Yeah. We would have just fucking wasted time. So much time. We would have wasted mad time. And I feel like a lot of people that are are in relationships, they think. I I just I see a lot of people who are in relationships they should not be in, man, and it Yo, hurts. And they're just it like, hurts. I don't know, but we like we just been together for so long. Like, and I, don't I hate start over. that. I hate that. You know what I also hate is when, when you know old friendships become new relationships and they'll they'll try to justify like you know I've known this person for so long and I that's why I feel like we should be in a relationship and you're just sitting there like you should not be in this relationship this is not healthy for you but I have learned mm-hmm. I can't tell people that right because when people have googly eyes they literally see googly shit <laughs> like and, and you're just sitting there like, do you not see the fuck shit that's going on right now? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I, I've been in that situation with friends telling me like, yo, do you not see? And I'm like, no, you know, but it's just he doesn't like I will, that. I actually had an interesting conversation with a friend of mine uh, a couple weeks ago. And we were talking about we talked about just this. And um, we were trying to figure out like where. Because he was like, yo, why are you single? Like, what is it? Like, you sound dope. Like, what's going on there type? Um, and I was like, yo, honestly, like, it's because I won't allow myself to feel. Like, I won't, I, I haven't met someone that I feel safe enough to be vulnerable with. And, like, people be like, because like, my thing is, is, like, I already express myself so much in my platforms and doing this podcast and on my Instagram. And you would think that there's, that I don't leave anything left unsaid. No, there are specific conversations that I would like to have with a significant other or conversations that I have with friends that are very uh, thought-provoking and make me very vulnerable. But in terms of like a mate, a person, another uh, partner, a a man, I've never, I have not come across a person who makes me feel like I am in a safe space that I can let them know how I feel and just be vulnerable like i don't know what that feels like because i'll let some i can let someone in but i won't let myself in yeah and that's what Mm -hmm. my friend and i came to the conclusion because he was like oh i'm the same way like i'll let people in but i won't let myself into that you will only let them in as as long as you can control that yeah and i and i definitely understand that sometimes i'll let people in way too much and then what i start to do is start to like take back and I start to like hold myself back from the situation because I'm like, you know what? I let this person know way too much. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I don't. I've been in some shitty situations. Like you, you talked about getting ghosted. Um, I got. I've been ghosted a couple times, and they always come back. I just don't understand ghosting. Like, come on, people. Be real with your emotions. Be upfront. If you don't like someone, you don't like something. Just say it. I had a guy ghost me. And then, like, three months later, he was engaged. Peep. So the same guy who ghosted <laughs> me is now, like, in a full-on relationship. Like, living his best life. Mind you, that, to my knowledge, when me and him ended up talking years later, he was single and he wanted to work things out with me. A month later, he's living in somewhere. When, cool relationship. And I'm like, what? I'm like, that shit fucked me up. And then I also had someone who, I don't remember if I spoke about this in You Got Mail, but. I had someone who led me on for four months for revenge. No, you didn't talk about that. I didn't. I had someone lead me on for four months because he wanted to get revenge. So we met on Tinder. 
went on a date. Our first date, um, it was in, <clears throat> I think I had something to do after our first date. Like I had somewhere to be. Um, so the date was like early. It was at like 4 p.m. And we just went out to eat. We ate by like 7 or 8 o'clock at night. I, like we were done. Like it was a good date. Like we had good conversation, whatever. I left around like 8, went to my, I was going to like an event <clears throat> after. And then he had asked me out on a second date. And I was like, yeah, sure. We did. We went on a third date. And he, I had texted him. We, we went to a concert and I had texted him to say, hey, I got home um, because, hello, I got home safe. Yeah. I, I had to drive to you, my guy, for this concert, um, which is not a, <clears throat> which isn't like a problem. However, he never texted me back after that. Didn't text me the next day, didn't anything. So I'm like, oh, okay, he must not be That's that so into rude. me. Um, I, like I texted him to say, I, I said, I hope you got home safe. I just, just letting you know, I got home safe. Never heard from him after that. So we didn't talk for a while. And then that was like October of, I think, 2017. Going into 2018, um, he started to like comment on my things on like Instagram, like on my story, whatever. We would like laugh and kiki and go back and forth a little bit. Nothing too crazy. <clears throat> and then one day he asked me what I was doing. I was like, oh, I'm not upset anything. He was like, oh, let's go to like the movies. I'm like, I bet. Went to the movies. Sorry, I'm a little parched. <coughs> Went to the movies and um, we were like, had a good time. We set up another date to like go out. We like did the whole nine. We did like paint nights. We went, um, we would go shopping together. We would just go walk around, things of that nature. And um, I thought everything was good. Everything was cool, copacetic. <clears throat> he actually got a job um, out the country, which is kind of cool. It was a dope opportunity. It was uh, amazing for him. And I was like very supportive of it. He started to loop me into his plans. Like, oh, I get this long of a break. You should come out here. We could split the ticket, the cost mm. of coming out here. Again, do not paint me fantasies. <coughs> so I'm like, okay. So I'm looking at him like, this motherfucker's crazy. I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, About maybe two weeks before he had to actually leave for his new job, he all of a sudden just stopped responding to me. So I'm like, yo, what the fuck? This, that's weird. Like, we had plans to do things. Why is he not? responding to me i thought i did something wrong so i'm like okay whatever i didn't really think much of it i'm like oh he's busy he's gonna be leaving the country he's getting prepared like i'm very aware mm -hmm. whatever <coughs> sorry man i'm legit dying um so then i'm at work i had a second job at the time i was at work it was late it was like nine o'clock at night i go to the back for my break i get a text from him this long ass text about how oh basically his payback Girl, you are dying. You're dying. <laughs> I'm talking too much. Um, payback. For, I wish I would have kept the text. I probably sent it to someone, but they'd have to look in their archives. This was two years ago already. Oh, that was just payback for leading me on because you never um, basically hit me back up after our third date. What? And I'm like, wait, what? You led me on. Money was spent. Time was spent. Memories were made. And it was uh, for four long months. And you did all that just because... I'm just not understanding because <laughs> I texted you. You never texted me back, but you're in your feelings. But <clears throat> I literally was like, wow, do you boo? Do that you. deserves a do you boo. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever. Time goes by. I start dating somebody else Um, like months later. I didn't date anybody in between because I was like so fucking hurt. Like, Wow, like you really took time to like that, that, that takes a lot of planning. Make me believe yeah. that like we were gonna be something. Yeah. Um <clears throat> one thing that these never make me are bitter. I never take it out on the next. So I meet this other guy, amazing dude. Uh he ended up moving across the country as well. So I mean fuck it. If you wanna <laughs> if you wanna advance in your career, date me, me hente, <laughs> Right. I was just I about to say everyone that Nina dates moves. Yep. Yep. We have a we have a little joke between us. We do, we do, we do. <laughs> we don't have to share that. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so. so no, so but it gets better. So they, um, I start dating this new guy. The old guy comes back, and he was like hitting me up. He wanted to. He was back in town for um for vacation. He had vacation time from um, work, and he was back in town. And he was like, oh, like, we should meet up, go to the movies. So I'm like, all right, cool. I have no, I had no ill intent. I had no, um, no hate bad blood. No heart, bad yeah. blood. Yeah, no hate in my heart. 
So I was like, yeah, cool, whatever. The night before we're supposed to meet up, he starts flirting with me. Mind you, I'm dating this other guy. So I'm like, wait, what? And I told the other guy, like, hey, um, uh, old friend of mine is in town. We're going to grab dinner, um, <clears throat> probably see a movie. And he was like, okay, cool. He trusted me. He knew, like, okay, she's going to do her own thing, whatever. Um, granted, he wasn't my man, and if I wanted to do something, I could have, but I didn't because out of respect for him, he's been nothing but a gentleman to me. I wouldn't do that to him. So I'm like, okay, so this dude is flirting with me, flirting with me, dumb heavy. He's, he's hitting me up flirting with me. Dude I'm talking to is asking me if I have plans for the weekend because he wants to take me out. So I'm like, wow, the two different types of dudes in the world. Mm. Um, <clears throat> homeboy's hitting me up, like talk, like basically talking like he's going to hook up with me. And I was like, yo, can, I was like, I'm going to stop you. I literally said, yo, what's good with you, bro? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you really sitting here flirting with me like you didn't say what the fuck you said a couple months ago. I'm going out to hang out with you as a friend. Do not expect anything more from me because it's not happening yet. Them chances been shot. Been shot. So then he got an attitude. Oh, how you going to have a whole <laughs> attitude? <clears throat> he was like, wow, you're mad whack. I can't believe that you're mad about that. This, that, and third. I'm like, bro, you're lucky that I came at you civil. Because the way that you came at me was disrespectful. Was rude AF. Right. So then he ended up not talking to me for a while. <clears throat> and I'm like, whatever. And then come to find out he's dating some new bitch. And I'm like, good for you, my guy. Good for you. And he's back in town. Hits me up to be like, oh, how you been? Because he um, transferred. Now he's back in a new job here in Boston. And he's like, oh, how you been? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, everything is good. He's like, oh, I'm back in town. I'm like, oh, yeah, for how long? And he's like, no, I, like, I, I moved back. I'm working for this, this, and this. And I was like, oh, cool, that's what's up. What is that? And he was like, you don't know what that stands for? And I'm like, mm, if I did, I wouldn't have asked. So, And then he tried to like flex and make it sound like mad extravagant. And I was like, good for you, my guy. Proud of you. <laughs> that was the last conversation we had. That was it. I'm done. <clears throat> so I think we can kind of say that we've kind of dated kind of every single type in the book. Not yo. I mean, I, I'm trying to think. Oh, Diablo. Dropping shit. I've dated most recent. Huh? I'm trying to think most recent. I've, I mean, I've dated the, the one who ended up getting married right after me. I've dated the one who broke up with me and basically dated another person that looks just like me. Another version of you? Um, I've dated the one who cheated on me the whole time and then was crying out to people that he wanted something that I was giving him. I've dated someone who who told me that I remind them of of my, one of my exes and they didn't even know that we dated. And oh, that was the most trippiest shit. I was like, drop me off. My ego's hurt. Drop me off. Um, I, I feel like I've dated a little bit of everything. I don't have a type. I've <laughs> gone on dates that are, are picture perfect. Like, I remember <laughs> one time I dated this guy. We went out for coffee in New York. It was the... It was beautiful. When we got out, we kissed in the middle of the street and the snow started falling right oh at the moment we started kissing. God. It was the most beautiful thing. And when I got home, I never hit him up. Um, that was my bad. Sorry. Um, I dated this other guy who literally like we it was perfect. Everything was perfect. But. I was deep in my fuckboy phase, so oh. I was like, I can't. Are you about to be like, he had a little dick? <laughs> oh, no. Although, I've been Wait, there. Wait, but the size matter, though. To me, it does. Sorry. I'm, I'm a size queen. So I have a friend who's going through this right now. Like, she dead ass was like, this man is amazing. He's so consistent. When we finally decided to be intimate. I feel like if you're happy with... And no, like, if you're happy Ooh. with your partner... And the size but is not... But she said the head game was strong, though. So then, hey. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But I'm like saying, like, baby? if you're happy with your partner and the size is not what you were expecting, I don't think you should shoot it down. Me... It ain't the size of the boat, but the motion of the ocean, baby. You know, no. <laughs> <laughs> Who's like, nah, no. Know, no, absolutely not. Never There's not. just certain things that I that <laughs> I have to, like... It just ha- it has to be right for me. Like, just like, I don't know. It just has to be right. Like, I can't be like... Oh, but he's such a great guy. You could be the greatest guy. I'm like, what? When is that? Oh, you weren't blessed below the belt? I'm when sorry. Is, when is that down there? <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that pipsqueak? Whoa, never. I'm I'll just kindly decline. I'm going to call my Uber now. I'll be able. Oh, I suddenly got my period. <laughs> I don't get my period, but I will use that excuse too. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. 
Anywho, you said that shit though. We are gonna close this we out. <laughs> we are gonna close this out. <laughs> Yo! Ooh! Oh, I can't. I can't stand those. Um, that's ghetto love and heartbreak. Let's head over to our next section, which is a reposar. Ah, uh, this was our a very long caldero talk for us. Right, we haven't ha- gotten this long in a while. But we had some shit to say. Yo, we did. We was and we know some of y'all are single and bitter just like us. Okay! <laughs> Taking a nice stroll down memory lane, mi gente. It's always nice to reminisce and reflect. So, on that note, let's leave you guys with some positive affirmations. First off, I want to give a shout out to Nina because she's about to go into a life-changing journey and be such a grown woman when she gets back. Oh, whatever. And I'm so proud of her. Make sure you guys show the likes this week and show the uh, the comments and send her support her way because, you know, she's going to need it when she get there and she see that she's sleeping on a cot. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, I sleep on the floor in my grandmother's house. I'll be all right. Oh, she struggled. She struggled. <laughs> nah, it was too hot. I was um, uh, Yeah, I also want to shout out. Basically, like, I know it sounds so corny and cliche, but, like, everyone who's been showing us love has really been real, 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 real. Like, we appreciate it so much. Our plays have been so consistent. And we know it's not easy to sit here two times a week and listen to us. But we are so glad you guys are enjoying it. It's not easy for us to record it either because sometimes we're kind of just like, you know, we're not in our moods to want to record or whatever. We're human. We be, well, I'm going to be real. We bicker. <laughs> we, we, you know, we be going through our shit. But at the end of the day, I think... What I keep telling myself is, like, we are doing it for a bigger purpose. And I feel like the people that are really tuning in, it's really helping them out. And I'm so glad that we're here and able to do that because that's all you ever want to do with your talent. You know what I'm saying? Help other people. Yeah. I just, you know, so, oh. <laughs> so what about you, girl? What are we on? Shout outs? Shout outs. <clears throat> um... Let's see. You know what? As a matter of fact, with my my trip being so close, I got a list of people that I would love to shout out because this list of humans, they know what they did. They know how they contributed. And they was just the shit. And that's that's pretty much all I have to say on that. But uh, um, Amanda, Marte, Megan Clark, um, Melly G, Sweeney, Vivi Rodriguez, Shakira, Arias, Abby Luno. Oops, wait. Abby Howard, my bad, Ab. Um, Aces Ventura, Maddie Young, Julia Lawrenson, and we have, I'm a, I was dead going to say Janiel, but Janelle. Uh, Kayla Bluen, Bianca, my aunt, and my mom. You guys all know what y'all did. Um, I really appreciate every single one of you from the bottom of my heart. Um, because of y'all's support, I am able to go on this trip. So I'm very thankful for every single one of you. Um, I'm very blessed to have you guys in my life. So, Ruben, Ruben, <laughs> shut the fuck up. No, you didn't. Yes, Ruben I did. Ruben just fucking, no, he didn't. Yes, I did. I wanted to make sure that we gave you something. Um, it's a little bit of money from Sofrito Speaks and I from can. myself. I and can. I won't get emotional, y'all. This motherfucker just really know just that I support you and I love Rosales, you so much. I Oh Even though God, you're like my so annoying nice. little sister, but we're family and that's I'm what we do. Cry. We take care of one another. Wait, that was so <laughs> nice. I'm really in my feelings right now. Holy <laughs> shit. I'm, I'm in my feelings. I am in them, deep within them. We did it live on air. Wow. So you guys are seeing a live reaction. I just sent Nina a little bit of money for her trip. Um, if you guys want to donate, if you guys want to pitch in, we're not begging for charity, but it is going to a good cause. It is going to help her out, help her fund this trip. She is doing it all on her own. Um, she does. She's doing an amazing thing, guys. She's going out with uh, what is it? Sound of a sound of a smile. Sound of a smile. I don't know if it's the sandal or the smile. I get confused. <laughs> But she's going out to South Africa, guys. They're going to be building, uh, I believe, a preschool people. around those neighborhood, around a neighborhood. Do you know which neighborhood exact? Uh, Curlin Village. We're going to be helping out um, over there. Um, 
with rebuilding, building, painting, planting, being just awesome humans. Yep. And leaving our footprint. So, world. yeah, I mean, this is like, again, this is not a charity case. Any amount that you want to send, please feel free to send it to Nina. Hit up her DMs. We're not going to put her cash app on here because that's just people are fucked up. But um, <laughs> we're going to let you guys hit her up in her DMs if you want to help out in any which way. Um, but yeah, we want to wish you the best. We, I'm saying we because I know the listeners who tune in weekly yes. know what's going on. We want to wish you the best. I appreciate you. You're an amazing co-host. You piss me off all the time. Yep, but same. you know what? You're like a little sister and I have to just take it because you pissed me the fuck off, but we're here and we're doing this together. <laughs> and um, I know this trip is going to bring out nothing but positivity and mm. amazing growth from you. And I can't wait to see you in three weeks, two weeks to meet up for the March. next episode. And Dying. it's going to be an interesting. We have two different guest hosts coming on. So, Ooh, that's so excited. I'm hopefully excited you, guys, you guys, you guys like that dynamic. I, I, I will be tuning in. Oh, the the queen will be tuning in. It won't be as it won't be as crazy as when me and Nina are here, but uh, it's gonna be a lot more civil. Well, we don't know. We don't know how, what don't, they're gonna yo, bring to the, the table. Because when yeah, when the mic goes on, you turn into a whole different a person. Bitch, whole but bitch. um, yeah, let's go into our affirmations. That kind of was my affirmation. Was it? Okay, so I have one. Um, I actually saw this on Instagram and I really liked it, so I uh, bookmarked it, <clears throat> saved it, whatever, what have you. I am better than I used to be, better than I was yesterday, but hopefully not as good as I'll be tomorrow. Ooh. With all of that being said. What am I going to say this week? My name is Rosales, and I'm blasting off. And I'm Nina Montañez. <laughs> Stay blessed, mi gente. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Sofrito Speaks. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Sofrito Speaks to keep up with all of our latest content.